0: Liveries, liveries liveries bro how are you feeling so far about the so we've had what alpha tori mclaren and williams launched since our last pod and i think those three have been the best so far what are your thoughts so far
1: uh first the definition of livery is a special uniform for a servant bro,
0: why are we talking about this bro <laughs> <We> just, <laughs> just had to figure out the roots why? and
1: the the origins of this word but anyways um so, I really like McLaren. I do like Alpha Tore and I do like Williams.
0: So I don't think Alpha Tore's is that good, but I love the fact that Alpha Tore takes risks. Yeah, like they 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 try to fill up the whole car and they don't like you know, Red Bull's just a boring Red Bull and it's got like they actually take risks. So I appreciate that At the end of the, the day, Tori. they're a
1: fashion brand. Like they should take risks. Was
0: it was it fashion meets function? What's on the side of the yes, car? Yes, it says um,
1: something about something
0: about fashion. But anyways, I mean, fashion I, meets function. That's right. Yeah. Um. So what? So I do appreciate that. I do think that. I, I don't know. Is it Williams or McLaren for you? Which one's a better one?
1: McLaren for sure.
0: I think McLaren's the best one. Go papaya orange. But I think Williams is right so there. I just.
1: I know we're we're talking about the three most recent, but in all the liveries that we've seen, I think the only one I don't like is Red Bull after looking at them again.
0: Even if you like Aston Martin? I do like
1: Aston. I saw Aston Martin on the track at Silverstone. In real life, it looks really good. A lot of these pictures we're seeing are just either like high-def renderings or they're like fake cars. When I saw the Aston Martin nah, take the bro, track at like Silverstone. McLaren's you
0: saw the real car. Red Bull, you saw the real car too.
1: They're not the real car. They're just like, uh they're just. But you saw the real livery. Yeah, we saw the real livery. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm. But saying also like, the lighting, it's a lot different when you see the livery like outside on the track than in a studio with all the the right lighting.
0: Yeah, I think, but that just shows it off more though, right? So I
1: I like Haas, I like Aston, I like McLaren, I like Alpha, I like Williams.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the Aston Martin car. I mean, I didn't really. See too much of a difference when it hit the track, but I don't think the Aston Martin car was terrible. But I think the best one by far to me is McLaren and then Williams. But McLaren like,
1: looks really nice, man. That baby blue.
0: Yeah, I think McLaren hit all the right spots, and we were talking about how it was just gonna be mainly pie orange, and I think that they hit the right spots. I hate the new rims, by the way. Yeah, I mean that the new being, rims look stupid.
1: Topic of discussion, like through it all, the rims look like. Uh, Canadian winter tires.
0: No, they look like goddamn plates. Yeah. Like kitchen plates. They just look bad. They look bad. So I'm not a fan. Um, But what do you... So let's talk about Williams' car, right? I really liked Williams' car. I thought they... Adding the new colors, it looked good. I think that um, they've always been traditionally one of the best-looking cars. But as you say, I cannot wait to see them actually on the track. But how do you uh, overall feel about the car? The only thing that... I, I love the
1: side and back of the Williams car. When you look at it head-on, it's got that strange arrow on the front with the, like, baby blue and red. I,
0: I don't know if I like that. I love how they have the W worked in with the different shades of blue on the side. You also got to think of it, too. I think that if you were to actually put the car in real light, I think it's going to look really good with different uh, when it hits different angles of lighting. So I'm a big fan of the Williams and I have car. have
1: to... And on all of these cars, you do have to talk about the presenting or the main brands that are on it because they do take up legitimate real estate. And with Williams, like Duracell is clean, like it looks it just works. And Mm -hmm. Duracell is a cool brand because it's power, it's batteries like I think that's cool Um, when you look at the McLaren like. I don't know how I feel about the Velo. It takes up a lot, and it's not really an appealing logo. These are things that you have to look at because they take up a lot bro, of real estate on the card. They're
0: just a logo, bro. I'm not mad. If they pay the bag, you get to play. You, you pay to play, right? But I it's mean, how you incorporate
1: w- them, I think. Williams locked in
0: with Duracell, right, just yeah. recently. Yeah, but that's Velo's logo. How else are you going to put it? If they're the biggest logo and they pay the most money, what else do you want to do? Just want to shout out,
1: like... Velo is a is a tobacco brand. You gotta love, Yo, bro. How they find I, like ways I, to get into? I F1. gotta keep
0: the same energy. Why isn't McLaren pairing with a Patronas or something like that,
1: like an actual strategic partner? They got they got the tobacco money, bro. Maybe
0: that's <laughs> enough money. Um, so we'll get and into. By McLaren. the way,
1: you know I'm not sure if you have had a chance to go back, but Oracle is doing a lot on the engine development side. But why? I mean, I I you're right. They're a software company, but. They're obviously turning into some sort of motorsport But that's my whole point
0: is like, is that going to be beneficial? I'm not. And that was my whole point on the last podcast is like, does that make sense? It doesn't. Right. We got a software company working on engines, the engine. So maybe they're working on the engine software. Sure. But it's at the same time, it's like, I don't see it. Hopefully they prove me wrong because I mean, obviously the best cars and more competitive cars better for the sport, but I don't see it. Uh, A couple quick things about Williams. They remove uh, the Senna S from the car. Did you know that? I did not see that. Yeah. So they want to move to the future. So they removed the Senna S from the car because they had the Senna S on the car. They are doing more with this foundation, which is interesting. But, um, yeah, they removed the little S logo that they always put on the car because, obviously, he passed away in a Williams car. So rest in peace to the God Senna. Probably the most talented driver to ever grace a track. Um, let's get into the actually spicy stuff of today's liveries and what was announced. Tahim Papaya entered a different era of suspension, I guess you, we could call it. They went with the push rod front and pull rod rear, which is typically um, not the way to go. Sorry, my apologies. I got that wrong. They went with the reverse. They went with a pull rod front and a push rod rear which is very controversial for a lot of people because traditionally it is the the lat, the opposite. Yeah,
1: there's I think there was a lot of talk around the Haas car too because they didn't show that in their rendering because they were trying to protect Ferrari. And yeah. it's like this all this whole livery launch has been very very secretive in many ways.
0: Yeah, I don't think McLaren cared though. So let's get into like the the like we're not going to be experts on the push pull rod. Let's just put that on wax, but Me and you have the conversation many times, and all of our avid listeners know, where you talk about McLaren being competitive. And they went backwards. Well, McLaren doesn't have a wind tunnel to 2024.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: There's all this stuff that's announced that McLaren doesn't expect to be uber competitive until 2024. So how do you feel about all that? I think
1: it's impressive the fact that they're doing what they're doing without one then. I mean, watching their uh, car reveal, they've got an incredible facility to begin with. Um, And I think if you start to incorporate having a a wind tunnel, it's just going to help. McLaren is doing everything that it needs to do to become a contender.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting and they got to keep that same energy, though, right? So I feel it's going to be a lot of eyes on them in 2025, 2024, because, you know, you're talking like you're Aston Martin that you're waiting for all of these things and you're going to be super competitive in 2024. So, they're, my team... They're laying the
1: groundwork, man.
0: They're laying the groundwork, which is really interesting. How did you actually feel about their launch, though? I wasn't happy with it because they launched a bunch of cars. Like I was watching the to launch an and
1: I was like... At one point, I'm like, hold on, am I watching the right
0: thing? Like, it went to India, and I'm like,
1: the hell yeah. is this?
0: Yeah, like, I, why aren't... The, so, I mean, that it's, was it's such of a smaller thing. It's like they're launching all these different cars. But shout out to all the, the motorsport they're in, right? Just not F1. But, like, isn't the F1 launch supposed to be for F1? Why are we taking away from that?
1: Yeah, that's how I felt about it, to be honest. But anyways, I've I've thought all of the launches so far have been kind of awkward. Like, it's really awkward for the drivers. Like, I feel like they're just there to stand. and
0: Yeah, but I don't yeah. think they've been awkward. They've just been, like, not great. But here's my whole thing: is like the only team that gets criticized for me is Red Bull because they said it's gonna be a launch like no other, which yeah. was absolutely stupid because it's like every other every launch. other launch. Yeah, and Aston Martin because you rewatched it. So let's hear your thoughts when you rewatched Aston <laughs> Martin launch.
1: Oh, I I sent you a text after <laughs> I watched it. For whatever reason, Lawrence Stroll seemed like he was under a spell, or he was a robot, or he was under duress. It was like. <laughs> I don't know if it was, like, some old guy with, like, a voice. I don't know. It, it was super awkward. He sounded so monotone the entire time. It, the whole thing was about the Aston Martin legacy. And I'm like, I'm so confused.
0: We are going to compete in five years to Aston Martin legacy. Bringing this
1: great heritage of a car back and it was to just the like, one. Bro, it aren't
0: was, we here to celebrate your 2022 car,
1: not Aston Martin's legacy? It was very strange. And I went through the comments on YouTube. I'm like, I'm, are we the only people that picked up on this?
0: I don't know, bro. People but, going
1: hard about how amazing. I'm like, bro, Lauren Stroll sounds like he's dead. That was that was a terrible launch. It was terrible. It was absolutely ter- it, it literally felt like he did not realize there was an entire audience in front of him, hundreds and thousands of people watching, and he was just reading a script and he sounded like he, he was. He looked dead. like he was
0: practicing in front of his mirror.
1: It was really bad.
0: It was bad. But we won't talk about that um, too much. We already harped on that. Okay,
1: so. We've, we've talked liveries, man. We need to talk about this other thing that has come up with the sprint races, man. I want to talk about it. The new point system. Yeah,
0: let's finish Let's through finish the liveries, though, okay? Let's finish through that, and we can get into that. So, <laughs> ultimately, you're a fan of AlphaTori?
1: Everyone but Red Bull. I went back and really listened to what you said, and it's essentially the exact same livery. Oh,
0: it's been the same thing for a long time. <laughs> they what? don't take
1: risks. They don't, um, I mean, they don't get... It's just the same. Like, when I think of Red Bull and I think of the can, why don't they have any of that blue? I don't know. Like, when you think of a Red Bull can, that's cool. Why don't you incorporate that into the car?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think the Alphatori, not the nicest looking car, but I appreciate the risks.
1: Yeah, and also Alphatori, like, the Red Bull actually looks cool because of the color scheme.
0: Yeah, and the way that they bent the Alphatori, the fashion meets function. It feels like they use most of the space on the car. That's what I appreciate about it. They use up most of the space on the car. To be but, honest,
1: the Williams car from the side looks incredible.
0: Yeah, it looks incredible. I think that too. Um, I don't know. I ultimately think that by far, best team is, uh, is McLaren. That That's my ultimate opinion. McLaren is
1: very... It's a... I, I don't, maybe it's not a bold statement, but their car is... It's vibrant, like you're gonna know that that's McLaren. Yeah,
0: what'd you think about Danny Ricardo's comments? About it's a close second to look good on the track as well.
1: It's just standard Danny Rick. He's
0: an idiot. Why don't you? Why don't you actually perform standard like? Danny why Rick. don't you beat Lando Norris before you talk about looking good? Danny on the track? Rick,
1: I felt listening to his comments.
0: Sorry, he's not an idiot, but that comment was idiotic. He,
1: he definitely was, um, in a way, kind of under-promising results, like, to over-deliver. Because he didn't sound confident. He was kind of like, you know, we'll see. He didn't want to say, oh, it's going to be a good year. But
0: nobody is coming out and saying it's going to be a good year. Like, even George Russell came out and said, like, our car is... So we're struggling with our car development. It's an interesting car. like The way
1: that McLaren set it up and the questions she was asking, she was, like, really trying to be like, oh, my God, it's going to be a great year for McLaren. And Danny Rick was like, whoa, like, pump the brakes. Like, we have to go out there and see. I Everyone is, in a sense, like, I don't know if the word's nervous, but a lot of people are just, there's unknowns. They don't know what to expect. Except the for cars. Lawrence
0: Stroll. Now, Lawrence Stroll
1: thing. was, like, a fragment of the Lawrence Stroll that we've come to learn, I think. He was dead.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so George Russell came out and basically said, like, the Mercedes car is, like, far from where it needs to be and it's, it's different and paraphrasing, but basically it's like the car is not where it's supposed to be yet and we got a lot of work to do. So I don't think anybody's coming out confident, but then he also did turn around and say, well, I'm sure a lot of teams are also struggling too. So I think Mercedes thinks, I think they're duping everybody. I think Mercedes is coming out hot. I actually do.
1: Yeah, that's what we want.
0: Well, that's what you want. I want McLaren to come a lot, but um, let's get into the sprint. So how do you feel about the new rules? I mean, do you want to run people through them quickly? Well, it
1: makes way more sense when you think about obviously when you introduce anything into whether it's sport, business, like you have to learn and make adjustments. Like it's what you do in your first year is probably not gonna be best. You learn from it but now when you look back at the sprints last year how would you be incentivized if you were not if if you knew that you're not going to be first second or third what's the point of being in the sprint like sure you're going to get your your qualifying placement for Sunday but we, if there's no points
0: yeah but of course it makes no sense no it makes sense bro lewis made his way from 20th up to 10th the 5th and he took a five okay, place yeah but country. i'm
1: saying what if you are those mid pack teams like what do you But that's why you take a couple
0: th- spots if you can actually like if you can actually make your way up, if you started off okay, let's say George Russell started off in fifteenth and he made his way up to ninth. Yeah. It's it's a race. But so it's like the
1: reality well, is there were the points on the table just for first through but third... But the points
0: haven't changed much.
1: Well, yeah, they have.
0: No, because you go eight, seven, six, five, four, three. It's 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 such minuscule points. Eight points is a lot better than three points. But it doesn't matter because on the grand scheme of thing, eight you're still two points ahead, and for, the person from third who place. finishes
1: eighth for a team that maybe never gets a point in a race, like they can still get a point now. But if they, eight, if they
0: finish eighth, if they finish eighth in the first in the other race, they get the four points. It's the same thing.
1: Before there were no points. After no, I'm third. talking
0: about in the race. If they if they're starting off in eighth position, it's like okay, so you get eight. teams
1: now are incentivized. No, to actually,
0: so your theory is wrong. What it is is you're. It makes sense for drivers to actually try to move up from the bottom pack. What's the
1: point of finishing fourth if you get no points?
0: It, but there's no, but th- at the same time, there's no difference of finishing fourth. Uh, when you get eight points, uh, you get three points and you get zero points. Still difference of three points. So what's the big difference? Finishing fourth, you got zero points. Finishing first, you got three points. What is the, the actual grand scheme difference?
1: For those teams
0: in the mid pack, it makes a, a hell of a
1: difference. But I'm saying, competing. what is the
0: actual difference, though, in terms of the championship constructors? When you talk about finishing first or fourth, there's a points of three different. There's a difference of three points. Yeah, and it's it, it doesn't change. This
1: whole point system is for that mid pack.
0: Yeah, but the but the whole point about the mid pack, I I, don't, I see. My whole thing is that you're saying it didn't matter before. Of course, it mattered.
1: It. All you got was your grid placement. But that's important to get points. Definitely. But now you can get points on Saturday as well. I mean, that's a huge difference.
0: No, but that's not a huge difference because the, the context you brought is that there was no point of driving hard for the last one because there was no points involved. Well, that's but, but, but the but, reality but, is but, those
1: teams complained about it. They said there's no point in us going out there, spending money, trying to deal with the cost the, the cost caps and all the rest of it, but that's just stupid to though. get grid placement when we can just qualify and do the same thing.
0: But that's stupid now there's though. points
1: up for grab. It makes a big difference. You underestimate but, it. But but
0: but you can you. Can, I, I'm not saying the points. I'm saying the fact that you're saying that they didn't care about the race before. That's stupid. I said outside of grid placement, there was no value. For of them. course, there's value. You move up in the grid. Yeah. So so if you go from tenth qualifying, if you, but if you go from tenth to fourth, but but racing is different than qualifying paces, it not. It is. So, so, so my Valtteri Bottas, I Bottas in conversation. the conversation,
1: it's all about the points. But bro.
0: Valtteri Bottas is weaker in a race than he is in qualifying, right? Sure. So, theoretically, he could do well in a qualifying in Tour, but he can drop five places if he sucks in the race.
1: Yeah, I'm not, my argument is, we're having the wrong argument.
0: But, but you're saying there was no value in doing the sprint. I just said there, there was definitely value in doing the sprint last year. That was my whole point. A lot of teams didn't see value in it. But that, but that's to me, the that,
1: discussions they've had with the FIA—that's that's, why they've introduced us. I
0: think that it makes more sense to add points. But I'm saying to say there was no value moving up in the grid because there's a difference between race pace and qualifying pace. Of course, that's the whole thing. We're just Lewis going in made his, on Lewis this made his way up from twentieth to fifth and dropped that. Yeah, but
1: not. There's only one Mercedes.
0: No, but that's not my point. My point is that. It does have value in making your way up in the sprint, whether or not there's points involved I mean, if you're in
1: the Alpha Tori or the Alpha Romeo or one of those cars, you're probably not going from 20th to 5th.
0: Yeah, but you can go from 10th to 4th. You can go from 10th to 5th. Maybe. And you know what? I didn't get points, but I made my way up more for points last year higher up in the grid. I think it's minuscule, to be honest. You think it's minuscule going from 10th place to 5th place in
1: grid position? we've seen on many weekends that you need... Just like in a race, you can have one race where you perform better or there's things that happen. Same on qualifying. We've seen people get into Q3 when they don't usually get into
0: Q3. Exactly. That's my point. So the teams that fluked into Q3 during a sprint race can get pushed out. There is stuff that, go, that, that is uh, at, up for grabs in the middle of a sprint race when there's no points involved between tenth and 10th and 4th. That's just my opinion. I I think that everybody's devaluing the fact that finishing on the grid higher, starting off in a higher position, doesn't matter. Like That's the dumbest thing ever. You guys are here for points. So for teams to say that didn't matter last year, that's stupid.
1: There are some teams that I believe will benefit from this point system better than they will on the race day. And
0: I also think when you look at it, like Checo spun out in Silverstone and he lost his grid positioning.
1: Yeah, and so just because you start... Third, fourth, fifth, six doesn't mean you're gonna stay there, man. Like,
0: but but I'm I'm just saying the value is there, the sprint race regardless of those points involved. It's stupid how there's only three points involved. I thought it should have been like ten points for first place. But yeah, uh, eight eight through one, allowing eight drivers to okay, get. Points. I think it's so stupid how they're doing the point system though. It's literally one point a gap, right? It's eight, seven, five, six, five, four, three, two, one. It should yeah, be. Yeah, I mean maybe
1: the point system should be different, but. Regardless, I think it's a step in the right direction from last year. There are a lot of teams that wanted to get rid of the sprint race. Um, I know I like the sprint race. I think you like the sprint race. Fans like to watch it. So it was either get rid of it or find a way to incentivize but, it. And this system that where it is now will probably change again.
0: But that's my whole, pro- that's my whole problem with the first statement is that we said we like the sprint race, but you said it was pointless for anybody between four and under.
1: Yeah, because... Liking it's one thing The teams on the other Did not like it No
0: but I'm not We're not talking about liking We're talking about value As a racing thing Checo went from 5th all the way down To 20th In the sprint race I think there's value In that Right I think there's value In in changing And adding a variable To every single weekend
1: A lot of teams Just felt that It wasn't fair If you finished 4th 5th 6th And got no points that was my whole point in this conversation with it
0: now that's what you change changed your tone to but before it was there was no value in doing the thing before and i said there's definitely value in being able to move up in the grid position or there's value to make the weekend interesting where someone can drop in grid position
1: yeah the the point i was making is based on commentary from teams so teams didn't see value in trying to fight in a race where you can damage your car the chances are much higher all to get 0 points to get grid placement for Sunday when teams are like we'd just rather prefer to qualify. Maybe our chances may not be like you said better to move up because it's real racing. It just comes down to dollars and risk.
0: We but then we both come on this podcast and say they got enough money for the last thing.
1: Some teams complain they didn't, man. No,
0: but I'm saying what I hear what teams say, but what was your opinion? My Your opinion, opinion was they were they were compensated well enough for their sprint races. last Yeah, year. and they wanted to move to six sprints this year. And look, it's, they stayed which is, at three, which is a whole different. I think it's stupid how we stayed at three. So the sprint races were some of the most entertaining things we we've come across. Like it's a let's, hundred let's kilometer real, race. Like it's, it's what, so much fun. It's what cost Lewis's championship because Max got a bunch of points off of that. Yeah. It's also when Max lost his position. I mean, Lewis lost his position in Silverstone, right? Like, there's so much things that happen in the sprint races that. I think it's crazy to think that there was no value in the sprint races. That's just my opinion. And
1: from my personal fan aspect, like, I agree with everything that you're saying. My I just brought the team stance into this. Like, everything that I've read about it, it was just there were a lot of teams that were against it.
0: And that's fine. The way you made it sound is that you saw zero value. And I'm like, that to me doesn't make any sense. Moving up and down the grid is everything you guys are here to race and get points so if you get Saturday to make that chance better when you're not going to qualify as well then you take that chance what do you think of the three locations so
1: obviously no Silverstone but at least Brazil's back no Monza though right um, it's Amola and Red Bull ring in Austria and Interlagos I don't care the only one that I like is Interlagos yeah really.
0: I don't care the other two put, like they I felt like they did a half-ass job FIA or F1 like why yeah. would you remove Silverstone and Monza You took the three most legendary tracks and took two of them off of the sprint race. What's the point? Yeah. Well, like, why did we remove Silverstone? Isn't Silverstone such a great racetrack? I don't understand it.
1: There's just been a
0: lot of controversy around this whole sprint race. But why are teams so, like, why are they so against us? Like, they are such babies about every new thing. The Halo, they didn't like. The sprint race, they didn't like. Like, you guys are making more money. What are we complaining about? I, I honestly, I think it's just the fact that we've been kind
1: of lucky so far that there hasn't been any incidents. But as soon as one team has a big crash on a sprint race, we're gonna be like, oh my god, we just cost us two million dollars to fix this car.
0: What do you mean? Checo spun out. That that was that was a big controversy. Yeah, but because like, he lost a lot of positions.
1: But no one has had like a. There hasn't been like a cr- big crash. Yet. But
0: that's but there's crashes in
1: qualifying. Of course, but in qualifying, like if you're crashing, you're crashing by yourself. Yeah, like think about this. You know, every single race lights out and away we go into that first corner. There is so the I would but then love why to know wouldn't what the percentage is. Why wouldn't
0: teams like that, though? Like if, if I'm Alpha Tori, why don't I like that? Because if Lewis and Max smash and and I'm Esteban Ocon, a.k.a. Yeah. Hungary and I get up to the front and I win the sprint race, I get I get three points or eight points. And I get to start off on pole, or it's raining like Hungary and Belltree crashes exactly. Into so it's like, what? Why are why are bottom teams complaining about this? It's the ultimate variable. That's that was my whole issue or beef with you guys saying that it didn't matter or like teams are complaining. It's like it's an ultimate variable, and you guys are asking for variables to compete with the top teams. And why would you want to remove that? It's I, these these bottom teams
1: are. They just are talking about the one time it happens where they get damaged. It's a it's sign that they don't want to have to account
0: so for. So talk to your driver. Like, what are we talking about here? For
1: sure. Anyways, it, it, we don't need to harp too much more on it. There's just been, a, obviously, it's not a consensus. Fans love it. I think the sport needs it. Yeah, it's ridiculous
0: that they won't even call it a goddamn race. Like, what are we doing here?
1: Yeah. Um. What do you think about the practice session on Friday that determines the sprint race, will go down as the official qualifying
0: place. No, that should always be right.
1: So y- if qualifying you get pole is position, it's pole position from
0: Friday. Yeah, of that- course. It's another race. Like, it was bullshit how Lewis got pole, and then he didn't get pole because he didn't win the sprint. Like, yeah. that's stupid, right? Like, pole, pole position, qualifying, when you have the fastest lap that's what sort it of represents?
1: So you can win the sprint race and start on pole on Sunday, but that won't count as a pole. Yeah, on because
0: your that's hats. stupid. Because you you had another race in the exactly. middle. The sprint is another race. Exactly. Right. Like I like need to stop it. the fact
1: that what you do on now on the Friday for sprint counts as counts pole. As, so that way, in the record books, it's legit.
0: Yeah. Like I don't need Valtteri Bottas smashing into a bunch of cars and then messing up poles for Lewis Hamilton because it was done on Saturday during a sprint sorry is it, call, is it can we call a sprint race yet or will the F, f1 ban us yeah it's a sprint race bro so <laughs> um as we're
1: talking live first pictures of williams on the track car looks really good
0: yeah i told you the williams got one of the nicest cars i already said i've been saying that williams has some of the best liveries and I, i've stuck with that
1: looks really good so yeah i mean anyways the the whole controversy has been funny like there's just so much that's gone on this off season. We're yeah, still like, waiting on the to- FIA. To what about Total
0: Wolf and Christian Horner going to like walking to the F- FIA office like they're freaking politicians,
1: bro? I, I, you say politicians, like I think I when I saw it, I'm like, oh my god, this is like some like court trial with like.
0: Yeah, politicians, court case, same like, thing. They all this look the is same. so
1: serious, man. And
0: Yeah, like Christian Horner's walking with a briefcase looking like he's got like some...
1: Yeah, it's like someone's <laughs> going to jail for
0: life. <laughs> yeah, it's like the stupidest thing. Like, <laughs> let's fire Michael Massey. or Let's move him in a position where he can't to control the they fate of the race. They say they're going to move
1: him to safety, right?
0: Are they, is that what the word is? That's
1: the that's word. They're going to move him to safety. But uh, he clearly safety. doesn't
0: know anything about safety. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> because wasn't the car not removed safely? Nicholas TV's car t- to get the race going?
1: Uh huh.
0: It was supposed to be red flag. Remember how the car was moving at the same time? It should have been red flagged.
1: He's he's moving into safety.
0: Yeah, bro. bro. Like, come on, guys. You guys need to fire Michael Massey, please, FIA. Like, or he needs to be in some. He needs to be. I already gave you the role. He needs to be head of player or driver and FIA relations, so he can repair all the damage he's done. What do you think of
1: Mercedes posting Lewis and saying he's actually back? Like. It's like, we knew he was back, but now they posted saying he's back.
0: You find anything to bring up Lewis on this podcast, eh?
1: They posted 44 is back. Like, <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying. You'll find anything to bring up Lewis on this podcast, eh? Yeah, because I'm a Lewis fan. Just like- it's the most irrelevant thing. We knew he was back. We already talked about it. And you're, you're, you're talking about a Twitter post from Mercedes, bro. Like, we already seen him training with Angela and doing all that stuff. We already discussed this. Next topic, bro. <laughs> we don't need to talk about him there. Um, so we've
1: got um uh who's next on the liveries here? We've got Ferrari,
0: Ferrari and Mercedes, right? This week.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be Thursday, Friday, right?
0: Yeah, the 18th and 17th. 17th, and 18th. I'll be interested to see if anything reveal actually the real car. That would be very interesting. I mean, this will be I mean, see, we can transition to Lewis Sis because this is actually a fit. This will be the first time you actually see and hear from Lewis all over yeah, We're live actually media. gonna
1: He's, his silence will officially be broken because he hasn't given an interview or. Spoke. Unless
0: Mercedes excuses him from the event.
1: Yeah, but he's gonna be there.
0: Imagine Mercedes excuses him from the event and just lets George Russell do it's all the talking. Are you mad, George Russell's a Mercedes driver? Be I'm honest not with mad. People. I love it. You're a hater.
1: We've got over this. I'm not a hater. You're a
0: George Russell hater, low key. I know you. Yeah, still are. I came
1: and apologized on the record. No, you didn't Russell. say I
0: apologize. I don't care if you apologize because you've all clearly. You can acknowledge his talent, but are you still a hater, low-key? I'm not a hater. I like because George you, Russell. Because you literally said before, <laughs> I'm a George Russell hater. So how, like, so yeah, I'm asking, are you still a hater? He is now on my team. I so do not you, so you're only a George Russell appreciator because
1: he's on your team. I've obviously come on here. I appreciate the talent. I've said all that. But now the fact that he's a Mercedes driver, he's part of the family. I have to acknowledge that.
0: Yeah, but that's not what I'm asking you.
1: I'm not a hater anymore.
0: Okay, that's what I'm asking you. Are you still actually... I know that he's on your team. I'm not a George Russell And you Russell have to accept anymore. him. And I understand that part of it. But I'm saying, are you actually a George Russell fan? Or are you still a hater, but you just accept him because he's on your team? Because God knows if I accepted Valtteri Bottas and McLaren, I would still hate his ass, but I'd have to accept him.
1: No, um, I'm very excited about the future of Mercedes. And I think that... George is gonna do an exceptional job and more importantly, will take the torch from Lewis.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to see them fit him in the car and post pictures. Mercedes social team sometimes is so good and sometimes so missed. Like, I don't care to see George Russell sitting in the cockpit of a car. Yeah. Are, are you excited about that as a Mercedes fan? No,
1: but it's, you know, it's it's just content, right? Like it's I terrible I see content. See it from though. their aspect. But it's, but it's terrible
0: content. Yeah. Like you're literally posting him sitting in the car and saying fitting George Russell for the new W thirteen. Like, bro, like and okay, let's 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 let's, let's pack this all together. The Valtteri Bottas and Toto goodbye video. <laughs> that was that. Sometimes they post the sickest pictures, like the ones of Lewis and like his car with like the different lighting. Those are sick. They're so hit or miss. I feel like Red Bull social team usually hits. I feel like Red Bull's really good.
1: Red Bull has a great social team.
0: I think Mercedes is a hit or miss. It's some like okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, Lewis is posted his yellow sweater when he had his hand up and had this goofy-ass smile. What were your that thoughts was on that? weird, bro. That is your homie, bro. <laughs> Lewis
1: didn't post it.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: Oh, yeah, Lewis posted on it. On his That's story. Right. That's right. It was Lewis and
0: then was- everybody screenshotted it and said they need that energy or this is how they feel. They meme the hell out of it. What is up with that picture, bro? From the Lewis fam. What do you think was going through his bro, head when he posted that?
1: Peace, love, and happiness, fam. Let's bro, go. He, he
0: literally looked <laughs> like yeah, he was like he was on some Tinder day <laughs> profile picture and he was trying to look like a wholesome boy
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting, bro.
0: Yeah, see we find the yellow
1: knitted sweater
0: <laughs> Yeah, bro, when I saw that picture, I just closed it. I said i am done with social media for today I'm like Lewis Hamilton ruined social media for me Louis. Yeah, it, it was interesting. But yeah, I, I'm not a The Mercedes social team is hit or miss bro. Like really they're really hit or miss. They're their content team, but I but you're right. I do appreciate the content though.
1: Yeah, you know it's oh, oh yeah, it's content. People are gonna want to see this. That's what they think, bro.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's let's look at let's look at their last couple posts. So we got happy birthday George. I appreciate that one. It's his birthday. They got the nice little video, like Tom Holland on Lewis.
1: <laughs> that no, was kind of pointless. Not necessary.
0: I like the 44. He's back. It was a cool post.
1: A bunch of the silver arrows lined up is cool. That's cool.
0: The George Russell one, kind of useless. The George Russell Lewis Hamilton football basically posts. Dumb. I do like uh, George's uh, helmet, by the way. Oh, I love George's helmet. It's sick. But the George Russell Lewis Hamilton Super Bowl post.
1: Yeah, not necessary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, bro, they're hit or miss, like, really. But the Silverstone circuit looks crazy, though. Uh, the Williams on the Silverstone circuit you t- you're looking at.
1: Yeah, it looks good, right?
0: Yeah, it looks really good. I just I just pulled that up on social media too. But we'll see what happens, man. I'm, it, We're getting closer. I'm getting a little bit more, you know, I'm getting a little bit more riled up as the season comes along. I, I don't expect Especially to.
1: this week. I'm very excited to see both Ferrari and, uh, and Mercedes. You're
0: really only really excited for Mercedes. I want
1: to wanna see Ferrari, man. Like, what are they... Are they going to bring back this iconic red? There's been talk of, like, a red and black.
0: The red and black is sexy. The, it is sexy. The, the renderings or the yeah. fan-made one, those were really nice. So,
1: we'll see, man. Like, these are the two biggest teams in, in the sports history, so...
0: Some people would argue Williams. I know but Mercedes I've does. already said that Mercedes legacy is higher than Ferrari if they can win another two uh ch- constructors but what do you think Mercedes car comes out as? You think it comes out back to like the original silver? You think they actually get creative with it? No, that? they're going
1: to get there's going to be um like I think silver f- that fades into like the black as well. It's going to look good.
0: You th- that, that, I mean so you it's going to look like they're old cars just not silver that fades into like a dark great
1: yeah there's they're gonna incorporate some of the you don't
0: think they're gonna go like all new into like some like hyper new aggressive look
1: no i think it'll be conservative for the most part
0: that's sad to hear. i know it's
1: sad but it'll it'll look clean classic but yeah
0: they do so let me ask you this question okay this will be my last question and when we can wrap up if they put out a shitty livery are you willing to actually come out and admit it or are you gonna defend it with your life
1: well, I I don't want you come on and just, like, bad-mouth it to bad-mouth it. Like, if it's shitty, we no, both to No, no, if it's to shitty agree. to
0: shitty. I'm not saying that I'm going to bad-mouth don't, it. Don't I, argue I've just never to argue on it. I've never bad-mouthed a bad livery. Have I said any livery is really bad other than Red <laughs> Bull's unoriginal thing? I said Aston Martin's okay. Wasn't impressed by it. Alpha Tories, I didn't like their old one. Like their new one. But I'm saying, if it's bad, will you actually come on and say it's bad next next episode? If it's bad... And I think it's bad. I'll say it's bad. Okay, cuz I I did not expect that. I expect you to defend your Mercedes no, the best of
1: you. There's no need to defend it. It looks ugly. Yeah,
0: know? I I I just hope they don't come up with something boring. Like that's the one thing I hope not Mercedes doesn't because you're you're a eight-time constructors champion. You should come up with an iconic car. Like it never been done before. New era, your car should look iconic. Like it should be like you should steal the show. And that's how I feel about it. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I mean they're they're constructors champions like Bring, bring that energy. Yeah, you should... Like, you know how McLaren came out and stole the show? You got to do something like that, too. Like, you're Mercedes. Like, you can spend an extra couple, a couple thousand dollars on designing a sick livery.
1: And the reveal should be next level because you've got the budget.
0: I mean, they all operate under the same budget. I know it's marketing, so it doesn't count. It doesn't um, but what I will say to you, though, is, like, I, the reason why I have such high expectations, because this is an iconic year for them, because... If Lewis wins, don't you want the car to be one of the most beautiful cars like of course because
1: you want to see him stand up on it and get that iconic photo of like yeah so like I have high his, expectations like
0: yeah, so. I, I expect it to be a really nice car if it's mediocre I'll come out and blast him for me being mediocre but I'm not gonna call it shit if it's not shit but I expect something amazing from Mercedes like it should be like and I I have I have the same expectations for Ferrari you either go back to the sexy classic look we're all used to or you come up with something completely Daring and risking, that looks great. Like, the black and red, I think that would look amazing. But if you go back to the OG look, I wouldn't be mad at that either. Yeah. But you better come up don't with something special. Don't come with special. no stupid burgundy, fam. But they they fade in from the red to the burgundy, bro. It's not like the whole car is burgundy. Yeah. I think Alpine's coming out with a banger. I actually think they come out with a banger.
1: Alpine and Alfa Romeo going last. Bro,
0: Alfa Romeo wrapped his car in fucking camouflage. Did you see that? Yeah, so nobody could see it. It's so
1: stupid. You know, that's just like a its a common
0: practice. So. It's so stupid. Just, 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 Why don't you just remove the livery? Why don't you just put in black? Why, yeah. you, why don't you, why would you have it's, to camouflage you it? know, like,
1: when Mercedes is, or, like, really any car manufacturer is testing cars out in the streets, like, they're in that camouflage.
0: Yeah, and why don't you just put in all black, though? Yeah,
1: I, I get, but it's, like, it's a standard practice in the auto industry.
0: So. No, I understand, but we're talking about one like... I mean, I don't understand if, why it, feels it needs like a camouflage. It feels like there's a lot more work that goes into putting a camouflage into than just all, all white car and all black car. Just saying, but... Facts. So, Alpha Merrill, you think is shit. I think Alpine's coming with a banger. Um, anything else we missed this week?
1: You know, the ongoing Sega of the FIA. I mean, that's, not, that's not new. Anything else? Um, it was cool to see a car on the track. Aston Martin was the first car on the track. Like, look, I, that whole thing of it at Silverstone, it's pretty cool, man. Sexy. Silverstone's iconic. Car on the track. Love it.
0: Yeah. Did, how do you feel about Aston Martin's social team quickly?
1: I'm indifferent. Like, I don't follow them.
0: Because they don't do anything special.
1: I follow Red Bull.
0: I know. And we hate Red Bull. Because Red Bull's actually school. good. Yeah. And they're actually good.
1: I follow Mercedes, Red
0: Bull, and... Um, McLaren's kind of boring, to be honest. Because McLaren is not just
1: F1. Like, that's the point. Yeah, but their like,
0: social team is like, they don't really risk it. They, like, really play it safe. You know what I mean? Like...
1: You should have a designated F1
0: social. Yeah, but they got a lot of followers. So, I don't think they ever change it. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, I'm signing off. You got any last words? Um, Any last words? No,
1: but I guess we should probably come back on Friday after both cars
0: Maybe or we'll, both teams have Maybe revealed. we'll do two episodes. We'll just do a, a Thursday episode, and Friday we'll just hit an com- exclusive livery. Just, like, just short, short liveries, ones, yeah. quick hitters on the liveries. Yeah, Mercedes, you better come with the heat because you guys... Come you guys the heat. the eight-time eight constructors championship. They're dropping on the 18th, right? 18th, yeah, Friday. So that's it. I got nothing else to say. Peace and love to George Russell, Lewis Hamilton. Please stop posting pictures like that. Yeah, we don't need that. You mean the hand like this and the smile? Yo, stop. <laughs> All right. We'll see
1: you guys later in the week. Peace. Right, peace.